great. What are you doing, Kyle? Nothing. Do you believe that this stream of power will ease your pain? Or that you can safely wield the force with anger in your heart? Yes. Go home. Wasn't that fun? That worked out well. I thought I'd have to search high and low for you. You've come for your lightsaber. Yes. That doesn't sound good. Damn, that's not good. What's wrong? Not much. Are you sure? Yes. Great. I sensed a disturbance in the Force. I'll tell you about the sun while your trial is being prepared. Okay. Phew! What is that smell? I'm sorry, Kyle. <sighs> I know. It may be worse than that. No one ever said being a Jedi was glamorous. Agreed. My moth was dead. That's good. Something nasty killed her. Very good. You've retrieved your lightsaber. Very good. Listen, Skywalker, there's even more to this than you think. You know I don't like you. You always smell. You look like an overgrown Kowakian monkey lizard. Good, that's settled. Kyle. Yeah? I just wanted to say- Stop! No. Okay. Ah, oh, sit Bartender. Bartender! What can I do for you? Did my wife send you? No. I'm looking for Rilo Baruch. My wife? No, Rilo Baruch. You related to my wife? No! Hey, hey, hey. Let's calm down, shall we? Okay. Ruby Bleals. You know the wife? Oh. Ooh, you're a sour one. I'll destroy you. <coughs> oh, of course. Who put you up to this, my wife? Yes. Calcutta? Lando, what are you doing here? What does it look like I'm doing? I'm sitting in a cell. What about you? <laughs> I thought you were gonna get me out of here. You okay? Uh, you there. You're Rilo Baruch? 
How dare you invade my chambers? Sorry. That is no excuse for incompetence. What's a respectable gangster like you doing mixed up with a remnant slime like the sun? How rude. Assassins! Guards! Guards! Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. That was, again, another great episode of Jedi Academy, Jedi Knight re-edited by Eagle Striker. Still, like I've said before, one of my best, one of my favorites. <laughs> I said this last episode that the previous one was my favorite, but uh, I think this... No, actually, it just gets better and better. I think this it's like fine, it's like fine wine. It just it keeps getting better and better. <laughs> The farting, the farting scene. Uh, I was in tears, literally. <laughs> Nobody could hear me, but I was. I, it was very, very enjoyable. I just love the little dialogue between uh, Kyle and Luke, and the whole uh, Mon Mothma's dead. That's that, good. That's Something good. Nasty killed her. Very good. I did, very that is always good. as that always just gets me. Makes me. This just nostalgia just said, and I really just want to go back and just play the games. But now, since you've showed me this. <laughs> um, and have like conversations in my head while I'm playing the game. Well, imagine this, you know, it's a, even as goofy and you know, it's 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 kind of, it's doing a spoof on on the storyline, but it it still manages just to be actually some good quality stuff. Oh, good content, nothing less. Yep. So, how's it going, good sir? Oh, uh, going good. How about you? Oh, you know, I'm hanging in there, living the dreams. Another oh, absolutely. Uh, another episode. We've got. I, I'm excited for tonight. I think we've got a really just great show in store. A lot of content to cover. We and do. I'm, I'm actually excited, but uh, ready to uh, to get this uh, underway. Absolutely. And then, so I did want to kind of ta- uh, touch on a couple of things uh, that I I found over the week because this is the seem the boba F- book of boba fett seems to be this gift that keeps on giving Ugh. and we even got uh some old uh star wars eu writers coming out and making their comments known about about the series and let me get this right now so here we have from bounding into comics uh, Shadows of the Empire novelist Steve Perry eviscerates the Book of Boba Fett. The stupid is strong here. I'm writing that quote down. <laughs> it 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 helps just you know encapsulate everything, right? It just it describes it perfectly. So this article by John F. Trent starts out: uh, novelist and comic book writer Steve Perry, who penned Shadows of the Empire, awesome book suggests for anybody to go check it out and then 12 out of 10 oh it's it's great and then you know a book that garner got a sound a soundtrack made for it you don't get you don't get any better than that and then was used for the video games which was freaking phenomenal um so in the in the comic series for shadows of the empire evolution recently eviscerated the book of boba fett following the release of its third episode which we all know how lovely that one was um perry made his opinion known about the show in a post on his facebook page where he didn't hold back 
and heavily criticized the writing and directing of the episode. He began his review by mocking the show, describing it as Blabba Fett. Uh, in, in quotes, uh, the third episode of Blabba Fett is not to set too high a bar, better than the first two, up to a point. At least there are bubbles rising in the Bacta tank. Uh, he, can, he continued, of course, the idea of why would we show when we can, you know, tell is still majorly evident. Um, Perry didn't let up on his criticism. Instead, he, it got harsher. He wrote, uh, reminiscent of the opening exposition of a not-so-well-written, well-made play wherein the French maid and the butler come out on stage to explain to each other in laborious, labor, uh, laborious uh, detail all the background information the audience needs to know before the action starts. Um so <laughs> and it just he just go it just goes on and it, 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 he does do his own little uh he does do basically the whole little little play thing where it starts out on the on the image itself well as you can recall fifi young master archibald suffered greatly from his experiences when his when his coach was set upon by highwaymen and the wound incurred during his defense of Lady Prudence, has since plagued him in unexpected ways. Why, Monsieur Jeeves? Apparently, the doctor mistakenly told him the injury would make it impossible to uh, sire children. The result of which is that his wife, his mistress, and three of his dalliances are all uh, buns in the oven, as it were. Sacre bleu, bastard! I beg your pardon. <laughs> And all he could do, the, he did have a bit of praise. He did praise the introduction of Black Kersenten writing the Wookiee, uh, a pirate sounding name, if I ever saw one, is seriously badass. Give him that, which was even what we were talking about was the Wookiee at least, you know, had Prob had a presence yeah. and there was a cool looking design on oh, top of sure. it. So, Honestly, buys aside, probably. The highlight of I know I and last I said it was Danny Trejo, uh, right? And there is the uh, Rancor Whisper, but really just the Wookiee scene was probably a highlight for me. So good, yes. good on them for at least doing that. Um, <laughs> however, that's where the praise stopped, and he began to take uh, took issue with the show's writing. Uh, quote, then again, he doesn't really need to be all that good because we have Boba Fett security to off offset that, don't we? Jeez Louise, do they, do, they, uh, do they leave the front door open, the alarms off, and are all, the gar all of his guards dosed to the eyeballs on Ambium and smoking weed, he elaborated. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> accurate. Was, which was what I think we, we, we brought that up, was like, yeah. how is it that you have this, you know, probably seven-foot-tall Wookiee, just come walking into the place, grab Fett out of his back to tank, and start wailing on him. It's like, how the hell does that manage to happen? In considering you, as far as we all knew, there was just that one doorway into Jabba's palace. I think the so, Gamorans were probably bench, you know, working out or lifting weights while he well, was. Well, actually, uh, that's that's kind of the. the <laughs> so, um. Uh, he continues, uh, Perry didn't let up a nine-foot-tall nine Wookiee 
who makes Chewie look like a shrimp and with no known history of being invisible, just waltzes into the fortress, lumbers down the hall, into the clinic, pulls uh, Fett out of his back to tank and beats the crap out of him. And nobody notices. Uh, somebody needs to call Acme Rent-A-Guard. Whatever Fett is paying his team is way too much. <laughs> Uh, there is one part I wanted to, I did want to, because for anybody, you can go to Bounding into Comics and check out this article. It's great. But I did want to, uh, from uh, Simon J. Williamson, who is an uncredited puppeteer for Max Rebo and played the Gamorrean guard Jubnux, uh, who gets eaten by the Rancor in Return of the Jedi, took issue with the show's depiction of Gamorreans. Uh, he wrote on Facebook and another thing. What is what is this uh, what is this dieting all about in the book of Boba Fett? Skinny Gamorreans, cheeseburgers need ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, and uh, also uh, uh, Toby Pilpot, one of the puppeteers for Jabba the Hutt in Return of the Jedi, expressed his distaste for the CGI huts shown in the book of Boba Fett by quoting uh, Screen Crush's Matt Singer. Uh, Pillpot posted it to his Jabba the Hut Facebook account. Practical Jabba remains the best. He then quoted Singer, "Now compare all those gloppy, squirmy, floaty, textureless Jabbas with the original creature who appeared almost forty years ago in Return of the Jedi. This Jabba had heft, weight, and and a looming presence. He was intimidating and scary. He was real, and that's also just been another." you know problem with so much of these is that uh, these new projects and stuff is that they're so heavily reliant on cgi, CGI. and stuff that they've yeah. tried to make some things here and there uh uh practical but they only just do it halfway here and there so yeah. it's just kind of the unfortunate it's almost like they've lost that. it's almost like there's an art to it you know um, behind the CGI and the creativity yeah. and all this and that. And I think it's almost like they're trying to put so much creativity. And I use that term loosely into like the storyline that they just let the characters go. I mean, the whole yeah. reason that you, you know, you and I have grown up watching star Wars, like we remember Jabba, we remember, you know, um, Oh yeah. The rain different... and all the and... different creature effects uh, and stuff that just stood out. So even, well. even Yoda, you know, Yoda, Oh yeah. You know, and, and so, and, and, but what's interesting is back then, like they, I mean, still to this day, you watch those VHS for those that still have a VHS player, like, <laughs> I it, wish still I still looks, well, it still looks, it still, they look better than what they're producing today. So yeah. call yeah, I mean, Luke every... and figure out what he did. Right. Cause what you're doing is not right. So. Yeah. And everything looked lived in and everything, you know, had those proper scratches and dents, mm. but didn't look like brand spanking new armor and like they polished it every five seconds. So no. it all had that real aesthetic to it. It was that was just the best parts. Yeah. Um, and so one more thing before we do jump into the the episode. Uh I did think it was kind of funny that they I guess they I don't know when they do these little interviews. If it's like after show or something like that, but they, uh, thanks to Data Racer on uh, Twitter, grabbed this clip of Tamara Morrison. Didn't like the the writing in the book of Boba Fett. He thinks Boba Fett talks way too much and tried to get get it fixed multiple times. And I'm gonna play the clip right now. 
You can't hear this, right? Uh, not on my end. Have you played it yet? You couldn't. You couldn't hear it. Uh. Uh-uh. Okay, hang on. Let me redo that. Okay, there we go. My bad. Excuse me. Tell me if you can hear this or not. Can you hear it? Uh, not on my end, no. Darn no, it. it's not funny. <clears throat> I just keep screwing this up. Hang on. Let me try it. Yeah, I did just change what browser I'm using. It might have been conflict with what I was trying to. Uh, here we go. Browser can't access your screen. Try capturing a different screen if this continues. God dang it. Well, I mean, okay, so apparently I'm just having issues with this. Window. That's not letting me. Ah, okay. Okay, again, tell me if you can't hear this or not. I was hoping not to uh, yes. as I have already in the first two episodes. I speak far too much. In fact, in the beginning, I was trying to get past my lines on to Ming-Na. And yes, I always say, excuse me, director. Uh, I really feel that Ming-Na should say these lines because I want to stay mysterious. Right. I want to stay uh, quiet. But then I, I caught be... on. He wasn't, he wasn't just trying to be a very generous actor, which he is. He was just trying to parlay some of the work to me. <laughs> yeah, his responsibility. So yeah, but the, and even uh, when, because um, well, obviously John's uh, the you know one of the key writers. So uh, yeah. and so sometimes I'd always say, I, I I think this is too much. I think this is too much. Then I'd go to what was the other guy's name? Noah. Noah. I'll try and get. Oh I'd Noah, yes, Noah Noah. Mm-hmm. I remember, of course, John actually went away to Atlanta, so I rang Noah that night and I said, Noah, the scene tomorrow, I'm talking too much. This Boba doesn't talk this much. I'm look, I've got all this, these paragraphs here. I think we should get rid of it. And John's gone to Atlanta, so don't tell him. And then next, <laughs> minute, next minute that morning on set, I get a call from Atlanta. Uh, John wants you to say all that. Dialogue. So yeah, I just couldn't help but find that pretty funny that you, you have him going on about this and how he's trying again, you know, for some of these actors out there, most of them, uh, he at least knows his character, yeah. knows what Boba Fett should be doing, and you know tries to get get this pulled through. And then on top of it, the guy that's mainly running the show seems to be bunked off other places. So it's yeah. just kind of like, what the hell is going on here? And, well, you know, it's a it's an issue when when 
you know, the director or whoever has, you know, the big hand and it's not listening to the actors themselves. Yeah. All right. So should we uh, get into this? So excited. (laughs) So excited. Uh, Okay. This has been, this is one thing that I, I was, I was thinking about is, you know, I, I swear for the pacing of these episodes has just been really weird and not, yeah doesn't feel smooth at all and i i swear i feel like that they should have just done these first episodes just fully concentrated on the backstory on the instead of flashing back because the flashbacks don't don't exactly you know Flow. interclude with or, or intertwine with the current story going on no it's at least that's the way i've that's the way yeah. I've felt about it. And it's just like, we should have just had these first episodes just focused on the, the backstory. Yeah. The and backstory. Then the, yeah. And then it goes to present day. And then we could have picked up right from there. And no, that, I, I think would have been a, three, lot, four episodes, a lot better yeah. of a way of going about this. Oh yeah. It's just, it's hard to like, you literally have to pay. Well, for me, like, you know, paying attention and trying to follow like, okay, this is a flashback, okay, and then this is where it actually starts versus, okay, one, two, and three, cha- chapter one, two, and three, backstory, great, love it, well, not love it, but great, right. understandable, and then, you know, pick up on, like, present day, but, yeah, I yeah. not the uh, the smoothest uh, sailing, no. I would say. No, so, okay, uh, basically... <laughs> <laughs> where do you where should we start like there's so like i i we were talking before we we went live i have three pages just full of notes like i don't even know right. where to start i mean the um, only, i mean the all we could do is just kind of you know start it off from the beginning and that you just know, like start with we, like the, the recap scene where well it's we got the yeah. recap scene okay fine but you know once it then gets into the into the the show itself that's where our, the meat the meat is yeah. um but so we have it where we got, and we were probably expecting this at some point for him to start trying to get back Slave One. Yes. And he's clearly stalking. Thank you so much for calling it. Can, just th- thank you so much for saying it. it I know, refuse. The proper, <laughs> the proper name. Scholar and gentleman. I'll always use the proper name. Um, but so i mean he's he's kind of just the thing is he's just basically just kind of hanging out in the still just hanging out in the desert and only just kind of just only occasionally looking at the place and that's i mean he's not trying he's not they're not it's not showing him planning anything no he they're scoping out yeah scoping out the place he's like oh not today dear still too many guards yeah, he's yeah. still too many guards. I'm like, uh, okay, but you're still not coming up with your own plan. No, it's and... uh, yeah. I had uh, I had made a note here. It was a um, still like why the back to bed? Still, you know, still why the back to bed? So, and later, you know, we'll touch on that. But it's just well, the back to every the yeah. back to bed just seems to be their little signifier that oh, we're gonna be focusing on the uh the flashbacks now yeah that's what seems to be the case with that yeah uh yeah scoping out Jabba's palace um i just wrote feeding the bantha his pet by the campfire 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I kind of made some notes on that too. And then yeah. they, they even have a little moment where they make the Bantha burp. Uh, I'm like, I'm like, really? <laughs> so it's just like, uh, and it jumps, I it jumped down to, uh, I, I wrote campfire like multiple times on my notes, but then, uh, I, I thought it was interesting that Boba sees the flash charge. That yeah, on. that he just ha- he happened to be at the right place. I mean, we already kind of got that idea because of it from the Mandalorian that you for know, sure, he yeah, he was the one that found her. But yeah, it just it was funny that you know, boom, there it was he happens to be some of the her and then grabs her, takes her to the little mod shop. Oh, oh, I have some great. So, what notes did you write on this? Because I, I this is probably my favorite part of. <laughs> my notes so <laughs> what were your thoughts about what mod parlors is what you used i mean it it seemed so out of place because like as soon as it, as soon as he's like coming up on the place for one you got this weird like techno music playing and then he walks in and it, I, I the whole scene made me think of more something like it was from out of the matrix or from like you know a cyberpunk more sort of setting than Star Wars. It didn't right. feel it didn't have that feel it just it it just felt out of place right. altogether. You want to know what my, my thoughts are on it? By all means. Oh, by I am way. so excited. Okay, so this is so <laughs> Boba takes fin, uh, so basically Boba finds Finnick, which we thought she was dead. Right. Uh, when you watch the Mandalorian. Uh takes Finnick to a tattoo parlor uh, for <laughs> medical treatment. Basically, uh, I said it's a tattoo parlor. I mod parlor. It's the back of an alley, which a lot of tattoo you know shops are usually either on an alley. And he said, "No walk-ins, appointment only." Yeah, typical saying that tattoo artists will, will tell <laughs> will tell people. Awesome. Guy, that's where they got that from. Yeah, this guy is in a tattoo chair, um, and they're on tables that are like uh, literally identical. Like you go to a tattoo, like, he's in a tattoo chair and, and, and they're at, on the table. And then, um, yeah, he throws, uh, I'm going to in quotations, deposit credits down. Right. Um, and then, yeah. So it was just the whole, it just reminded me about, I'm like, and I have like multiple tattoos. So I guess this is just where my mind went. I'm like, this is, this is literally, <laughs> I'm in a tattoo shop and this right. dude has a ridiculous uh, metal hand, uh, and he even looked like he had a tattoo gun, like he was messing with the girl's neck. And, um, yeah, yeah, so, the little like kind of blowtorch looking thing that yeah, he uses yeah. here and there, yeah. It, we, like I said, it just it just kind of I felt I thought I was more stepping into yeah, something from Matrix you know, or the Matrix. I thought you'd appreciate the tattoo, uh, the tattoo yeah, that, that's, I, that's funny. I didn't, th- uh, I didn't think, I didn't, I didn't think to consider that, but you, you're I'm like. I mean, I don't know what a place is, but you know, or what it's like inside mostly. But I mean, that, that oh, it's sums great. It up. We're gonna we'll we'll rewatch this and then we'll we'll go to a tattoo parlor and you'll be like, ah, get hit, man. You're <laughs> exactly right. But um, and then let let's get into this whole surgery, this whole like, <sighs> like what what are your thoughts like? I I'll mean, it, go, it's, it's not. I mean, it's. We've already seen things like, you know, from Empire Strikes Back where Luke got his surgical implanted hand and stuff like that. Uh, it's not out of the out of any kind of 
you know, it's not unusual for these kind of machinery and stuff like that. I think there's been some other characters that have had, I mean, other than, of course, you know, we got Vader, of course, who's had had extensive machinery, more machine now than man, of course, right? So it's, it's, it's just, it's, just what it is it's just you know her getting by yeah. her own mods and stuff like that they just have to laugh though he's like why do you why would you cover this stuff up i'm like bro not everybody wants to sh- i mean to some people that'd be a blatant weak spot to go for oh for she's sure. an assassin she wouldn't want to display that here's so. my issue with this is like no matter what scene in the past like vader like anakin um getting put into you know his actual suit um, whether Padme, you know, w- when she was given birth, like any Luke on, um, on, on the Republic, uh, I forget what, um, uh, the Alliance, what, what ship he was on, but when he was getting his hand worked on, like it all, it all actually looked believable. Like it was like along the lines of like, you could say like, oh yeah, this is like a medical frigate. This is like a medical type atmosphere. Right. This is not just some back alley. Not some he, back alley. <laughs> that, yeah. This is like, he removed her stomach. There, yeah, that was it. Still makes me think it's kind of goofy. It's like, yeah, like you know, I, I know Boba is in the mind of you know keeping himself in the eyes of the rest of the world that he's dead at the moment, right? But it's like it's like you know he went into Moss Eisley, one of the most populated, you know, town cities. I mean, the city, yeah. Tatooine, and you couldn't tell me you couldn't have gone a little bit further to find, uh, yeah. But it just. Hmm. I, I yeah you want to remain know. dead you go into the shop but it's just it's like it's not believable like you re- you removed her stomach you soldered metal to her skin I mean and that's not I guess the most crazy thing but like there's no blood no. I mean my god she looks like the inside of a 70s or 67 barracuda <laughs> I just you know it, so if you're gonna do this like I, I get it but just make it like look a little bit more believable like I literally saw the inside of her stomach and immediately 67 barracuda blue right. or chevy chevelle yeah and then they kind of showed the 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 they did show like kind of the tubing and stuff and then once yeah. he, she got switched on basically the, you saw the antifreeze got, pumping in her basically the, <laughs> the blue the antifreeze yeah. and then the the blood going circulating through it's like okay yeah. i guess i don't know i don't it it just I mean, what did she get hit with that destroyed her stomach? Like, I, I mean, that's what I'm curious. Well, you uh, you watched man. I oh, know no, I you mean, watched I, season two, didn't you? You watched yeah, season I did. two. Yeah, I finally, for those that are listening, uh, fractured filter. I felt like I had to do my due diligence. I had to be respectful uh, to the viewer and just watch it. So I did, and then I did see the scene where she got where she got smoked in the gut. But it was just a. It wasn't like anti. Yeah, I, I I didn't think it was anything that would have caused destroyed your damage, but you know, uh, um, maybe it was like it, a twenty-two uh, round for a blaster rifle. <laughs> so the equivalent, yeah, right. Yeah. So, um, so then you know, after the 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 little machine shop. They're, they're the camp uh, uh, <laughs> another campfire scene. I thought it, there there was I was rewatching it today because I just wanted to kind of get it fresh in my brain, but I did catch a little interesting line, uh, where he he was handing her those pods, 
with uh-huh. the water or whatever. Yes. And he basically was almost kind of making it sound like they almost get a little addictive. Yeah, I heard that. It was like he, it was some. I forget the exact line, but it's like you know, once you once you kind of start having them, you them can't. Yeah, yeah, you get you you can't stop. I was like, huh, that's that's interesting. But or we haven't that, seen him. We haven't been see. We haven't been seeing yeah. him drinking anymore. So maybe, or he's just you know, maybe he's in bed with the Pike Syndicate and smoking spice and drinking this <laughs> this water, and that's why they're addicting. Oh God! I mean, any, everything tastes good when you're drunk, you know. So I mean, maybe this is kind of sa- along the same lines. I maybe one maybe it's like sake. Once they got heated up, it it it, yeah. it got that effect. I don't know. Or he's just but now indoctrinated kinda... to the Tuscan culture of but is it, But no, it's just it's just funny though because they're just sitting around talking. He talks about you know his whole time with the the, the Tuscans and how they yeah. treated him like their own. But they were first trying to use you like a slave, bro. Yeah, like <laughs> got a little head damage from the Sarlacc pit, I guess. I don't know, but he had some I, uh... kind of it was some kind of damage. To I love how he like. Sure. You, they, you know, the, so they're singing Kumbaya, Campfire 2.0. He asks for her help with recovery. Yeah. And I'm going to piss people off, and I don't care. Slave one. You're right. Um, and then uh, then he kind of touches on, um, he's nothing without his armor. And I wrote a note here. I was like, well, does Mandalorian armor make a Mandalorian? Like, you say you're no. nothing without your armor. Like, I thought that was kind of interesting. And I know there's people who like say, well, he's not, he's not a Mandalorian. And listen, we are going to... At a later show, we're going to squash this whole he wasn't a Mandalorian uh, very, very <laughs> soon. Um, but yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. Like, I'm nothing without my suit, without my armor. Yeah, I thought that was a little goofy, especially considering he was tra- trained by Django from a young age. He was trained to not rely on the armor and shit like that. So the right. idea that, you know, he had to be, he had to have that armor in order to, you know, be, I be think anything. He said, it's uh, like, what? I'm not as persuasive without my armor. Well, if you'd keep the goddamn helmet on, yeah, you'd probably be yeah. uh, a little more intimidating and everything, but you keep liking to take the damn thing off. Baldy locks. <laughs> uh, okay. <clears throat> so yeah, they do that. And then we're, so, did you so what were your thoughts on the campfire? Did you think it was relevant? It was just relevant? it was like, just you just, know, it was just this it was just trying to set up into them partnering up and going into take Java going to Jabba's palace and to take the, the slave one back. Yeah. That's I Thank mean you. that's all slave it one. was just, that's all it was was just trying to set set that stuff up. And then, you know, then it's in the planning mode and she sends that little droid in uh, yeah basically takes reminded whole... me of darth maul's um oh yeah his, huh? uh, spy whatever you call them his, yeah, uh, and i'm gonna have to look it up yeah ironically he had th- you know he had three and she's got three so you know maybe it takes three to scope out a full palace whatever and it looked like she just sent one in so it was just oh was it one, one? Yeah, and you know, then he says goodbye to his Bantha. Oh my! Did I did I miss this? Okay, no, no, no. Okay, so I wrote down scoping out Jabba's palace. But yes, the farewell the farewell scene with beloved Bantha, and I <laughs> I don't I had some t- tacos earlier, so I don't know if I threw up because of the tacos. But during the scene where it says, "Now go find other Banthas, make baby Banthas," yeah, I'm like, yeah. 
are you serious? It just comes off as so silly. It's just kind of like, I mean, for and like it was, I have just re I just recently went through you know the audio bounty hunter wars books that are you went through all three. Did you side note? Did you go through all three of them? Yeah, I went through all three of them again. You're a better Um, man than I am. I haven't been able to go through them yet. But it's like, you know, this, it's just all the exact opposite of what Boba Fett should be. And I mean, I can almost see where this, they're, they're getting some points, but it's just not even there. Interesting point. Maybe Favreau read all three books and was offended about how badass Boba was. So now he's trying to figure out a way to like, humanize and i you know i don't it's very interesting maybe he's like oh we can't we can't portray boba like this we'll offend people we got to make him more lovable so we're gonna put a (laughs) bantha scene yeah in here and and how he loves banthas and he wants them to go you know procreate banthas because you remember that whole mandalorian you remember side note there's a a, so those who like i don't collect funkos but there's a whole like kerfuffle about uh the child eating those frogs the, no, the, the eggs and they came out with a Funko Pop of him the, the child eating these frogs eating and like PETA, PETA for, for, I don't know if we have any PETA fans listening but they got <laughs> like involved and it, there was a big whole kerfuffle and then they, they stopped uh, making that Funko and jokes on you PETA I actually bought one just to piss oh, you, you off ding bad. No, I didn't but I was like so it was just yeah oh. you, can't, you can't it's just it's, you know this whole culture of like we can't offend anybody we yeah, can't eat because it was a species that was ex- like on the verge of being extinct. I'm right. listening to this and, and I'm like, and uh, the Grogu was eating all of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so but, yeah. says goodbye yes, to his band. Farewell. And then, oh, start, yes, and, and then they get the, the recording back of the whole place. And I just kind of laugh when he's like, there's too many of them still. I'm like, Dude, is this campfire since... 3.0 now? Are we just uh, I believe so. Yeah. Or is she talking about the him... yeah. Yeah, and so I mean it, it, the thing is it's not unheard of it, it wasn't unusual that Boba Fett would take a partner to help out with certain shit, but at the same time he kind of he more used them. And was oh, yeah. more for and that's what was funny when I was going through the uh the bounty hunter war books again was like you know he 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 he, he partnered up with Bosk and and was basically used him as a distraction. Yeah, there was no friend. There was there was not really like a friendship. It was like it was I'm an understanding. To, I'm only going to use you if you benefit me. Yeah, he was very basically. yeah. There there was no like oh I actually care about you and I'm gonna offer you protection. Oh, we won't we're not there yet. But I mean no. you know it was. I'm not going to take a partnership with you if you're not going to benefit me. And if you're not going to benefit me, I'm just going to kill you. And I mean, what I, it's, yeah. what's, it was, what's also just completely silly about the whole thing, too, is like, you know, he's still like, I don't know what to do. And she's the one that comes up with, well, we'll just sneak in and, you know, do it that way. I'm like, Bobo, you're dropping the fucking ball here. You're the I mean, he, he, through through that book series that I was going through, he was coming up with plans. He was, you know. Ten, sometimes 10 steps ahead of other people figuring stuff out before they did and certainly hiding that he figured certain shit out before right. you know it just he, I, he was a tactician he knew yeah. what he was doing he hadn't been in this 
line of work for as long as he had for not, I, you know, being accomplished like he was. I think it, we need to go back and rewatch Return of the Jedi and see if Boba, in fact, hit his head when he was swallowed um, by the Sarlacc. Well, he did, smash like into the, he did smash into the sail barge. So. <laughs> well, touche, but I mean, he did have a helmet on. Yeah. But if he was wearing the same helmet that Favreau and Filoni created for the show, then uh, I guess, you know, we should expect him to have some memory loss or acting like this. But yeah, I, yeah. I agree, man. Like there's no, to your point there, you know, the ultimate, like if you think about a tactician, uh, like in the realm of star Wars, like for me, uh, it's Boba. It, it's one, yeah. it's the Mandalorians, but it, it's Boba, right? Like he, uh, I mean, is the ultimate tactician. Like he, he right. you know what I mean? I mean, he, he's, He's got everything planned down to a T. And if there's yeah. any chance that he's going to fail, like he's not like he, he would take it on if, if that, you know, that makes sense. So, uh, yeah, just very, very interesting. He's like, oh, I don't know what to do. Yeah, I'm so sad. Just, I miss it... my Tuscan family and I love my Bantha and I'm not going to go work for anybody else. That's going to get me killed. So I'm just going to sit here in my poopy diaper. <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway, yeah, and you know, then they're doing the break-in, which I find funny as hell is that you have that big door, and then that this happens to be off to the side, the the little grate to to cut into. Yeah, to be That's able to to be able to get like, in uh, through that little yeah. tunnel. It's like, wow, that was convenient and at all no I, way being yeah. guarded. I think Favreau is a Lord of the Rings fan because that reminded me of Helm's Deep. Uh, oh, comes deep, and then the little the little uh, drain uh, sewer, uh, right? You know, great, whatever you call it. Yeah. it. it's just like really, this is how you're gonna get in. <laughs> what did she cut it with? Did she have the? I don't know. It was the dark saber from Bo Katan. Are we? Is that where we're at? I don't know. It's like some weird little little pen thing, almost. I don't know. It was just where she was able to. Slice a cut it, slice across really quick, and it burned for a moment, and then boom, really it was, quick. It, it just was, you know, just kind of, I don't know, some little yeah. device that she used to be able to cut through. It was just, and it's like, so when you're watching, it's like, oh man, okay, so they're like, they're at Java's palace, they're planning, the, they're planning the infiltration. Like, how are you gonna get in? You're expecting, like, because like Java's, that's an iconic scene, like the gate, the bit, like, yeah, call it a gate or door, whatever you want to call it. The palace entrance, like, you know, the big old door. Yeah, you're wondering, like, the thing that you know, like, yeah, so. And once you see Jabba, you see why the door's so big. Well, yeah, I'm like, why is this thing so big? Oh God, Jabba is dude. Oof, okay, he's a big Jabba. He's a bigger door. This is not right? big enough. But, like you're expecting, like a big, like okay, like how are you gonna get in? And then yeah. you see like a sewer gate, or you yeah, know whatever, yeah, yeah. and you're like, well, the sewer gate's oh, okay. okay. It's just like I said, it was just so funny that it just happens to be off the side and well For lit. Sure. Yeah, he, he had the big light basically shining on it. It's like okay, it's I, like thank oh, you. Yeah, you thank, thanks for thanks for that. Uh, Otherwise, what did then you, they, what? Oh, I was just so yeah. I was gonna. I wanted to get your thoughts on what well, you finished, but there's. I wrote a note here. I want to get your your thoughts on because I can't wait for you to answer this. Okay. The uh, little droid fight scene. What are your thoughts? uh goofy is all hell the the you had the one droid that basically was like a hey remember 
Yeah, remember? Hey, remember General Grievous? Yeah, and that was, and then you know, does the whole rotating arms thing, and then just gets its head cut off by Fennec with the same thing that she used to open the gate. Ironically, I think. Yeah, which was like okay. Okay, what did you? What? What were your thoughts on? He says he he's got the droid and a chokehold. He's like. I am Boba. He's like, do you know who I oh, am? Oh, I've got I something. I've, I've got something for that. Hang on. For that whole scene, because I swear to Christ, that was the goofiest goddamn scene of him chasing that robot around. The robot. And this, and this is the first thing that came to my mind when I saw this. Hang on. That was basically my what the way I looked at that whole scene was playing yakety sack to that him so goofily chasing around that freaking droid all through that room and I just I'm I just had to think it was and my brother mentioned this too is like I they ne- they didn't treat you know Mando like this did they. They didn't have him doing some goofy shtick like this, and the only no. the only thing I could think of for for such a goofy as hell scene is that you know this is just more of them tr- deconstructing and kind of destroying legacy characters while they yes. were building up their brand new characters, and it's just it's just it's <sighs> you know it's a term that like and I'm not gonna take credit for and coin and said i coined it but like i call it marvel humor which yeah it's very interesting because it's not funny but this is just more like when you watch like the you know the mcu movies like they, they, you just tell like there's this this not funny humor that they try to interject in, to everything interject yeah. and it's just it's just stu- just stupid and this is just a perfect example of that is like picking up the you know f- chasing this thing right it's like oh where did you go and he's trying to, you know, go over this thing, and then he like gets it, and he's like, "You know who I am? I am Boba Fett." Like, and it turns it switches itself off. It's like, oh, yeah, and it's like, there, like, it adds zero, like, it, it, there's no, it, there's no benefit to. Uh, it's just no, like, it just this it, is there's no context, and it, you know, yeah. Go ahead. I just no. It just, it, my blood pressure is going. No, it just ends up. It just it just de- devalues your character and makes him look like a complete goof. It, when, yeah, you know, it, it does nothing to elevate them. It just like like I said. It's Let me so, ask you this: So you read the books? Uh, you recently read the books. How many? And in, in those three books, how many times did uh, Boba in the book chase a droid and ask him if he knew who he was? <laughs> Freaking Play, zero. Yakety yaks. Uh, <laughs> Freaking I mean, zero. Yeah. Didn't ever yeah. have to. Didn't ever have to ask. Do you know who I am? Is this called? Oh shit! It's Boba Fett. Get it run. Like, oh, and then you, yeah, you crap your, you crap your pants. You know. Yeah. I I had a conversation with somebody yesterday. We we're talking about like the original 
Boba Fett. Like, yeah. you know, and I was like, you know, this is a guy to be feared. Like, if you had a bounty on your head and you, you found didn't out. Want, you didn't want him Boba? to have your bounty. <laughs> what? You didn't want him no. to have your bounty. No. You know, and you found out, like, your day would be ruined. Basically. You know, like, you know, and it's like, I, and then you watch this and it's like, what happened? What, like, what? Like, you, there is no other. Like you just you read the books. If you're EU and you're canon, you and you know Boba, and you know Django, you know the Mandalorians. Like Karen Travis, I, if I butchered her name, I apologize. But you know the one who created the Mandalorian, and, and you read those books. Like I'm a huge Republic Commando fan, and you just these are these are are uh, I'm not gonna say race, but you fear like they're they're um, people. If you for lack of a better term, yeah. They demand they they demand and command respect and fear, right? Right. And and watching up to chapter four, it's like this is a joke. Like I would love to try to get Karen, like if this blows up, get her on the show and just and just talk to see like what what are your thoughts like on this? Like she's probably ready to go to war with with Fabro Floney. Well, or I, she's she, on her last, last night, yeah, I was gonna say last night. No, she'd already walked away after the whole Filoni and the Clone Wars yeah. and changing the Mando society yeah. into a bunch it's, of bunch of pussy fists. And it's just, just not even funny though. At, like at the end of the day, it's just it's, it's disrespectful, is what it is. And people are like, oh, it's just a show. Why are you getting it's all been out? Because it's it's like you're taking, you know, somebody's you know hard, hard work, hard work, and. And their creativity, and you're just you're just taking a fire spraying all over. It. Like, <laughs> exactly. You, know, you, you uh, Disneyfication, Disneyfication. Like, yeah, it, it really the is, continued Disneyfication of everything. It's just, but it, the, it's almost like a culture that is being created. It, it's a, a divide between, right. you know, those of us that are like purists, loyalists to like Lucas and what he actually created, and then there's you know this new generation uh the children of the mouse i believe i used that earlier um, nice and piss people off that's fine but it's just it's just not funny it's really not so and, it, well, and it's, it's sad but. it's just basically the endless consumption of new product new product new product instead of anything worthy of enjoying yeah. what's you know? the old what's the saying it's a quantity over quality Right, you know, and that's so, all they've been trying to do is make a bunch of quantity and not enough quality. Because it, like it was for the original Star Wars movies, you had three, four years apart or so. Oh, something, it, like, but, something like that. And it but was it, just it like felt like, and I wasn't obviously around in seven. I'm going to tell you my age, but I wasn't around in '74. But I'm telling you, I guarantee you, from when A New Hope came out to when Empire Strikes Back came out, it probably felt like ten years. Well, and there's the, wait, the anticipation. If I remember right, too, there is time in between uh, the prequels for episode yeah. one, two, and three. There was there was time. I do that remember kinda... that the Phantom Menace was like you yeah. Know, there I was, remember the build up to that, and there was time that you kind of you know rested. It was like okay, oh, there's a new and there's a new Star Wars. Awesome, let's, well, let's see it. You know, and I think also to to you know give credit to Lucas. I know there's a lot of Lucas haters out there, but he took his time. And he was meticulous with with what he produced, and there's a lot of people like I like. Oh, he he, he yeah. did he 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 had his time, but also he made a lot of on the fly changes and stuff sure. like that. So. Yeah, I'm a Luke, but I'm I'm a Lucas guy at heart, man. But you know, no, I, I but I agree. You know, you yeah, I think we're on the same page with that. But well, then we'll go down. I know that was a little tangent, but I it, I think it's important to to cover that because I you know 
yeah. you know, it's just, it's, yeah, it's not funny. But uh, we're down to like, so they're at Slave One, yeah. So they're so they're, they're breaking Jordan's... into the the hangar for Slave One. Yes. it's basically Fennec Shin is taking care of business, and Boba Fett takes out one Gamorrean guard, and that's about what? it. Well, I don't. Did he even take him out? He I took mean, out. Yeah, they each took out a Gamorrean guard, and then he basically then runs to the ship to get it activated, and then it's Fennec basically shooting all the weak way guys. Yeah, and. Is this Be- beating up guys double her size and shit like that? But hey, I just want to ask this, and again, I'm just gonna ask it. But do you feel like mm. why is it that Finnick, and again, like female, that's fine, whatever. But why do you think that every single time Boba gets in a fight, Boba's the one to like run off, and Finnick has to do all the hard work? Is this again not to offend anybody? Like, no, like, I think it's you is know, is it like all women again, can be just is as. It, I think it's again propping up their new characters, their created characters. Yeah, because I mean, Fennec was created from Mandalorian, so yeah, like, last I recall. And but I think she it, was in know. she was in Clone Wars, but What's... again, that was Filoni. So again, yeah, yeah, that's again that's Filoni propping up his characters. You know, he, I just find it always yeah. happily do that. It's like he, what he's done with Ahsoka over all this freaking time. It's just it's like old man felt like gets one shot in. Gets one lick in if you can even if he can even get a lick in and then he runs off and then Finnick comes in and saves the day. It's happened multiple and like times. he never once picked up a blaster and started shooting people too. I'm just no, he's like, trying to remember I... how to turn on. He's got an old man moment trying to figure out how to turn on his ship. Yeah, basically. Like, so, but yeah, the, the whole fight was. What did you think about the fight? Like, I know there's not a lot to talk about because not really. It was just shooting like everybody. Said, just... Yeah, it was just her shooting everybody. That's all there was to it. I, and she got the little last shot on the uh, on the door to open it up so they could fly out, and boom, you know, yeah. Boba Fett's got his ship again. Yeah. So and then yeah. there is some, I think, dialogue between them two, but then uh, it's almost yeah, cause, like... because uh, he's like, oh, I can drop you off anywhere, but she's like, no, I'll ha-. she's just basically I'll go sticking around. Ride. Yeah, it's like, I'll yeah. go for the ride. And, and so... Um, was that he blows up the biker gang? Yeah, uh, the, the, the the Hell's Angels was it the Neek Two? Was it the Neek Two? I don't know. I know they're not canon. I don't believe the Neek Two bikers. Is that what? I don't know what they are, but yeah. it was just him going and blasting them. Which I think it's funny that at least they have proper speeder bikes. They did. They did have proper speeder bikes, but you know they didn't have the. the God the forbid they actually Vespas. use them anywhere else. Yeah, they didn't have the the, the Power Ranger Vespas. Oh god! Um, I still haven't recovered from that episode. By the way, thank you very much. And that meme, I still have in my head. And then we get to another moment of stupid. This is, is, it, the, is it what I think the it is? Sarlac, is it the, the Sarlacc this? pit, where okay. he decides yes. that he's gonna fly it, fly in, and look at the Sarlacc pit, thinking his armor's in there when he should goddamn well know he escaped it with his armor on. So I... why is he trying to? sink his ship into the stupid sarlacc i think this is this is crucial to to talk about because uh when i when i read when i first watched this i was like why is he in there i didn't catch that at first but i was i think i was so inundated with stupidity within the first three episodes that i just had a dumb moment but that's exactly right he escaped with his armor so why is he back in this pit looking for his armor did they shoot this was this like an honest mistake 
on their part and they just didn't know and they're like well we've already aired it we can't like go back or was like i have no oh, idea crap. like why we just filmed this part and like you actually came out with it i have no idea what the reasoning in, is behind this because this only just goes into you know what that what uh perry was saying the you know the the stupid is strong with this because but do you it, like you honestly think it was like an honest honest mistake on their no, part or do you think no. like they were just this is really... the, well what i probably think is, is that it was padding but that's probably you know to pad out the show to make the episode a little bit longer or whatever or just to fill time but it just seems like um again this is a, that that moment is stupid that they they I don't know if they're trying to show that Boba Fett has some brain damage or something, but it's just so ridiculous that he seems to think his armor is still going to be in the Sarlacc when he escaped with it. He, We don't know how he escaped with it exactly other than him blowing up the Sarlacc in some form or whatever. I blasted. thought he just, yeah, I thought he just climbed out. It out. I don't know, but he does it. He got out and it's like, okay. But why is yeah. he going back there? Because he uh, got yeah. he clearly yeah. got out in the armor yeah. in the Jawas, you know, <laughs> the Jawas. Well, yeah. him. The, the fierce, took the fierce Jawas that everybody should fear <laughs> more than the Mandalorians. I actually fear the Jawas more than freaking Boba at this point in time. Uh, I was kind of surprised, though. I, I saw like the wreckage and everything, but I would have thought that that would have been cleaned up by the Jawas. But maybe they just, well, they probably iconically. They well, they probably salvaged what was in there, yeah. and there's just the 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 hole and everything. Yeah, like, oh, left. we don't want that. It was sweet out there, but uh, I, what were your thoughts of the um, the star like trying to eat Slave One? <sighs> well, like I, I saw I saw earlier before we started this was somebody saying, you know, the the Sarlacc pit manages to try and pull Slave One into itself, while it couldn't even pull in Lando. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh shoot, you're right. Shots fired, <laughs> right? That's true. Yeah, I because I mean, it starts pulling the whole ship in, or at least tries to, and it's uh, just kind of like, ah, the whole scene was just ridiculous too. Okay, what about just, the seismic charge? That was like, awfully uh, yeah. convenient, and yeah. it was just like, really, you're gonna have these somehow for some reason? These buttons are out of your reach. Yeah, I, what? She should have been able to reach it without, you know, dislodging. But you know, whatever. And man, what what a what a stroke of luck! It just happens to fall the way it does into the into, into and the, then the sarlacc eats it like a lolly or a you know a jolly rancher. Yeah, and boom! So we got our we got our you know. Hey, remember it? You know, <laughs> so, remember the seismic yeah. charges that he used? It was just conveniently just it just destroyed the you know everything inside and you know nothing like it didn't like even like move slave one anything like a, like anything like it just it's just very interesting like this well, is then, a seismic charge like you remember like attack of the clones where yeah uh jane goes yeah. going after obi-wan yeah, and that, it, se Obi that going seismic to... charge blew up yeah obi-wan obi-wan was chasing uh yeah. chasing jango and oh he yeah, yeah, yeah. Using, and he, yeah he starts using those things to distract him and get him off their tail and yeah but that no, seismic it, charge was devastating i mean it was devastating it blew up like you know Oh, oh, it, 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 it did it did finish off the the sarlacc so yeah so okay what are your and thoughts then, on this it, so i put and then, um and then we climb. of course get the we get the little marvel line when he goes don't touch my buttons again right Ugh. what are your thoughts on um when he climbed he climbed back into the pit and then 
out and not burned by the acid. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like, even she said, you're going to need Bacta. But it was... <laughs> I, I get. I, I mean, I know, know this thing's dead, but I would still assume that it probably... Yeah, still there's is, some like, acidic properties. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's so very make... good at what he does, apparently, yeah. climbing into Sarlaccs. <laughs> yeah, I need to... <laughs> Touche, well played. I need to change my notes. So we're at Campfire Scene 4.0 now, I believe. Yeah, that's your... right. Yeah, because that's when now he's they're kind of making these plans about yeah, him starting his own house. And although I thought the line was very poignant when she's like, "The Tuscans made you soft." I just and I wrote that down. Ironically, you just said that that's interesting. He's like, "No, they made me strong." Right. Uh, um. So yeah, it's just basically him on the idea of wanting to, to start his own criminal organization. Right. So we get done with 4.0, and then this is where, like, now we're, like, in the present, I'm assuming. Well, it, then it, do, it, do, it does the flash over really quick to him killing Fort, Bib Fortuna. Yeah. Which was and that, now, did we establish, was that his clone? I know, I don't know if it's relevant, but the Bib Fortuna that he killed, because I always thought the fatter Bib was the clone of Bib Fortuna clone there's no clones of them. I thought there was a clone i thought i was reading an article i'd have to pull it back up that there was like a bib like cloned himself or something like no, that. i don't know i don't okay. think so okay well then i'm not I would, gonna recommend I, to follow this guy i couldn't imagine how bib fortuna managed to get his hands on on clone Cloning technology, technology. yeah I don't, that was okay. considering that was strictly within you know Pal- basically palpatine's yeah. control that was actually a test. I was testing you fractured field view path, so I'm not going to recommend this guy <laughs> who wrote this article. He's a shyster. Don't trust him. But yeah, so present scene back to bed, and then uh, the the droid's like, uh, "Congratulations, uh, you're all healed, Lord Fett. You're fully healed. Healed yeah, from what?" And then she, and then she makes the makes the, the then Fennec makes the, the 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 line about you know what about the eternal uh, wound or internal scars or yeah yeah. Like, He's like, those might take longer. Yeah. So, uh, and then where do we go from there? The, is it the casino scene? Yeah, because he's like, he feels he has to now make his presence known. Known, yeah. And then that's where we get back to Curse of Tan and uh, Angry Wookiee time. Oh, man, yeah. So did you uh, – so I wrote down here the casino scene and then playing cards with Uno cards, playing poker with Uno cards. I don't know if you caught that. The freaking cards – that uh, were on that table looked almost like Uno cards. Uh, oh, I'm looking at the scene right now. You, you're right. They do look like yeah. Uno cards. Yeah. Playing Uno with poker chips, which actually would probably make Uno, I guess, funner if you did have poker chips. That's funny. I didn't, they do look like, do look like that. That's funny. <laughs> um, uh, but, but it's funny. We, you know, drunken Wookiee decides to start, Start a, a a bar brawl with the Trandoshans. We have yeah. the barmaid or whoever the bar owner come out and start talking them down. Carson, it. yeah, was it Kersantan? Yeah, Kersantan. Kersantan, yeah. She references the pits, and I don't. Yeah, know, I need to do more research on on the pits. I don't know if that's a. Ka- uh, Kashyyyk thing, or I don't know where that ta- ta- has taken yeah. place in this era. Yeah, 
<clears throat> I just know they have had dueling arenas and stuff yeah. like that set up. It's almost like before. he's got PTSD, like a PTSD flashback or something. Well, like, yeah. that's that's the that's been established in some of the lore too. Is that there's a lot of animosity between Trend Oceans and Wookies because Trend Oceans are often hunting Wookies, yes. and enslaving them and stuff like that. So there's some bad blood there for sure. Yeah, just a little bit. But. And and we don't really get any reason why this Wookiee decides to haul up on these Trandos other than the fact that they're being a, being a little uh, rowdy and and whatnot and winning up a winning up some money but he just decides you your, know what i'm having i'm having enough of their shit i'm gonna i'm gonna mess their day up so what are your what were your thoughts on that scene between uh chris santon and and the trandosian because from my understanding again like canon trandosians are pretty fierce like well, species yeah and then he I, just like handles him like a rag doll and rips his arm and i get wookies are very powerful but it's like the tra- he's not even fighting back. Is this like a? My only is guess it- is that these are just some different trend oceans that aren't quite as. Hunt, but yeah, the the fierce. That would be that be the only reasoning I would know. give for it is that these ones are they they seem to be more. I don't know. Get, get, they gave Bosk a bad name. <laughs> yeah, man, then Bosk and Chrisane tonight, you know, there would have definitely been. Uh, oh, it would have been. A, it would have been a messy. It would have been a messy fight. For I sure. probably would have chose. I brought my. I don't know. This would be a fun thing to kind of do real quick. Who, who's your money on, Chrisane or Bosk? I'm taking Bosk. <sighs> That's a good one. Um, 100%. Should do a poll. Who chooses Chrisane <sighs> and who chooses Bosk? If you choose Chrisane, I- oh. Uh, you're you know, gonna choose Chrysanthemum, aren't you? I think I am. Are you really? <sighs> well, okay. It all depends on what kind of setting we've got. Now, if it's like this son Barbara, where he's the one hauling up on them first, yeah, I'd say he's gonna have kind of the advantage. If they have a even dueling field and and they're gonna be, you know, they got weaponed out and everything, uh, you might be right. Bosk might end up taking it, but you know, we haven't. We haven't seen everything this Wookiee's capable of. Well, Apparently, true, though, he's but... very stealthy considering he broke in. When well, he when did. you have Paul, when you have when you know you have Boba hiring Paul Blart mall cops for his <laughs> for palace security yeah, for security. Uh, that'd be fun. I don't want you know people who are who listen like just put in the comments like who who you uh, choose. I'm like I said, I'm Boskier Chris Anton. We should make it happen. See who would win. It would be interesting to find out. Right. Uh, so we got that what, whole thing. Yeah. Well, was it then? Like, I still like though that even though she was trying to talk him down, he still at least ripped one arm off the train. It's almost like she was like trying to talk him down, but egg him yeah, at she the was. same time. Huh? It was almost like she was talk, trying to talk him down, but like slightly like feeding his ego at the same yeah. time. I don't know. It's and that weird. was that was how she was trying to reach him. Basically, was to calm his. Shit You're a champion, and he's like, oh, "I'm going to show you a champion. I'm going to rip his arm off." Ba- yeah, that's basically no what it boiled down. That's basically what it boiled down to. Because yeah, he's like, "Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a champion." He yeah. rips the arm off, but yeah, of like a, I said, of a bygone blood. era, post Wookiee slave uh, time. Okay, yeah, so biggest question of the night what are your thoughts about boba offering him a job it's not surprising considering the goofs he decides to hire for his freaking uh organization okay from i mean a... it is he seems to like hiring people that try to kill him yeah okay so what is your your opinion on this who has boba's best this is gonna be funny who is boba's best hire 
out of all the goofballs he's probably tried. probably Chrysanthemum. Well, between Chrysanthemum and Fennec, I'd say those are the two that are probably oh. best employed to him. I was gonna go with the the uh, the um, Fort Lauderdale bod uh, Gamorians. <laughs> uh, God. Yeah. Oh, I can't even right now. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, so offers him a job. I thought I was like, well, I guess if you can't beat him, join him. And looks like he does need a job. Um, and then kind of go down to, I think, the meeting well, of the five teams. Well, this is something I want to kind of say really quick. Too, yes, is that I, 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 was, I was wrong. Uh, I thought the Wookiee was going to make a bigger play later down the line. I didn't realize that he was going to hire you know, Kersantin right off the bat like this. Yeah. Like I thought the Wookiee was going to come into a play, like in the final episode in this, whatever, this, whatever war is going to go down. Right. You know, uh, but I was, so I just wanted to at least, you know, I'll at least admit when I am. So were you surprised then? Is it fair to say, were you surprised when he offered him the job or did you think that it was, you was just going to play a bigger, well, just because I thought it was gonna t- take a bit, I thought he was gonna have that role later. Yeah, yeah. I was a little surprised. Okay. Here's a fun question: Are you surprised by the type of pace that has been shown in the first four episodes? Like, is it surprising, or do you think that they could have waited? I guess longer. No, because they apparently only have like a certain episode run. They only have like seven episodes. To Is do. it seven? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, this. I didn't know if it was seven or eight. I think Mandalorian was an eight series. Were they eight? Was it eight episodes for the Mandalorian? Oh, uh, I, I thought it was eight like or twelve. Yeah, you may be right. You're often all right, but yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they have to do you know move things this quick. To get all Maybe. this, I, but they aren't. It's like, like I said last week, they're moving everything at a snail's pace. Maybe they're doing it. Maybe they're doing this because they're going to have multiple seasons. Maybe they'll have, try to do like don't eight know. episodes thought... for a seventeen. So maybe they're trying. You know what? I'm going to say this now, and uh, we'll find out in 19 years if I'm right. Maybe they're trying. Maybe Fabro and Floney want to make the Book of Boba like NCIS, 21 seasons. Jesus, I hope not. <laughs> I'm done. I quit. Oh, okay. So yeah, now we are on to, like you said, onto the the meeting with the families, the meeting with the the different families, and they, again, we get it started out where more Phoenix talking, but then Boba, of course, has to open his fat fucking mouth again. Uh, and again, it's all you know. I'm not trying to take your territories or anything like that. Just trying to come to an Could- agreement. And we seem to have lost uh, Jay Hitman. Let me see if I can get him back. He has a nasty habit of doing this. Oh. There you are. Ah, got kicked or something happened. Tech technical difficulties. <laughs> okay, what uh what what so, did I miss? So we it was just basically the whole, you know, getting into the little meeting. Yes, yes, yes. Of the five uh, families. So again, you know, they're kind of all back and forth, back and forth. And then he gets you you get the little jump scare from the rancor underneath. Yeah, and he's he, like and he feeds it. 
So it's kind of like him doing his own power play of showing that he is kind of coming back into a level of power that Jabba had. And it's like he, he just tells them, you know, it, which is kind of fun. I mean, he admits it later, but it's just kind of funny that in this moment it's like, you know, you, you don't have to be involved with it, but just make sure you don't try and double cross me or stay out of my way. And it's like, you do realize you're talking to a bunch of scumbag crime lords, right? What do you, what do you, what did he call uh, scug holes? I believe yeah. is what he, he said. I'm gonna start using that. I'm just gonna start calling everybody. I don't like a scug hole. You're <laughs> a scug it? hole. But yeah, essentially, like just remain neutral and don't, uh, yeah, don't cross he, me. He think he thinks that uh, that's gonna that's gonna work out. So, one of the guys, I I was, I don't know if you find this funny or agree, but one of those guys looked like just remind me of Scooby Doo, the dude with like. The guy that spoke, I guess. Oh, those dog face looking yeah. guys. Yeah. Oh, like this Scooby Doo looking guy. <laughs> I yeah. Uh, I'm curious to see. I say I'm curious, slightly curious to see like where the what chapter five will bring. You know, there's a talk with the families, and it's like they're not concerned. Like, like they're not really concerned about the Pikes because the Pikes no. are only, I guess, if, you know, moving on his territory. But right. It doesn't so make sense. Is he the di- daimyo of like all of Mos Espa, or does he only like over? A, I thought Jabba was. I honestly thought Jabba had a larger territory than what my under- show. My understanding was Jabba ruled all of Tatooine. That's. I mean, much. honestly, like I didn't want to speak too but soon, I but that's could be honestly. Wrong, but you think Tatooine? You think uh, uh, Jabba? Yeah, like you got Luke, You had you had uh, uh, you know Uncle Owen and Aunt Bruce's house, and then you had Jabba's palace, and then you had like you know. The oh, what was the shop uh, that he wanted? The oh god, the, where he wanted to get the power converters. He had like three places on Tatooine. Yeah, you know. So uh, yeah, they're they're not very concerned about the Pikes apparently, which is I interesting because it's like if they're not concerned, then why are we concerned about the are the Pikes really like? Do they pose a threat? Because these five families don't think they are, but they could be uh, you know making a profit off of them. Well, yeah, part of this is seeming kind of personal on Boba's end because of the whole Tuscan Tuscan thing. thing. Yeah. So yeah, that's this where is a just a lot of that's coming from. But at the same time, they supposedly are moving in on their ter- on these territories. So just we'll, a, I guess we'll see. It's an opportunity to paint the Tuscans in a. Uh, very like to kind of bring them down to a more human level, I guess. Because again, a more positive light. Yeah, I'm like, go suck a fart. Like, no, like, eh. uh, no, it's you, it's absolutely stupid that they've that they've done that. It's all like Tuscans have feelings, and, and and you know, yeah, they're they're which they're you can people. do, you can do, but you know, you gotta still maintain their menace and their. You know they they don't like any of these any of the any of the people on Tatooine. To them, no. this is their this is their land, and they don't like any technology. There, it's you know all of that. So, uh, but yeah, but that it's I just it's like it's it's an opportunity, in my opinion, for them to again deconstruct and repaint. Yeah. Uh, repaint you know everything the tuscans in a new more appealing and respectful manner right uh so you know now then it's fennec and him talking and she's like do you trust any of them he's like hell no which at least is like okay he's showing some sense 
and he's saying how he you know credit uh credits aren't a matter it's just the muscle and then that's where we get our little our little um them playing the Mandalorian theme, so I'm yeah. setting I up that, that they're gonna be getting that they're gonna be getting. I'm guessing I don't know if it's gonna be like at the last episode he comes in and helps save the day or something, or uh, Dar- they bring uh, him what's in. Darjan, whatever. I don't yeah, freaking. Whatever. I just I don't freaking know. You, I don't. So that you bring up an interesting point, and in, uh, with that, do you think that they're gonna try to do like? A crossover between, like, so man, the season three. I don't know if they're filming. I don't know. If they, I haven't heard any news. And maybe you can better talk, speak to this than I can. But if they're filming season three of Mando, or if they're going to do some type of crossover between Mando and the Book of Boba, because like obviously the end of Mando, we had saw Boba and Finnick, and obviously there was some type of partnership slash whatever you want to call it. So. But I did catch that they played Mando's theme song yeah. or the theme at the end of of this episode. So yeah, when they when he when they they mentioned needing more muscle, I'll get so, so I'll be so so mad if if like you have to have Mando come in and save Boba. Like you are the OG and you're oh yeah, I I didn't consider that exactly but yeah you're probably actually right They'll well i bring have... that up because i did i was researching like top 10 um and this is where you obviously got to be careful researching stuff because there's so many you you know eu canon and then you've got the children of the mouse but it's like top 10 most powerful mandalorians and that character darjan whatever his name was they put him in the top three and they put him more powerful than boba and i read oh. that i was like who wrote this? I'm going to blast them on every social media platform that I've created since the inception of this show. Oh, but yes, no, no I'm, I'm not. I'm like, I'm not lying. Like they put him. It's like there's one. There's like Mando the Great or something like Mando. It was like the Mandalore, and then it was like Darjan, whatever the guy was, father of Grogu, and then Boba, <laughs> and then Django was like number four. I would easily put both Django and Boba above him. I wow. mean, I don't. There's no competition. Yeah, well, yeah, this guy I, thinks that his credentials uh, warrant him uh, a higher opinion than most. So, but yeah, it was. I wonder if that's going to be the case. And if it is, you and I are both flying to uh, wherever uh, California, wherever Disney or the headquarters is, Lucas, and we're raising that place to the ground. I prom. I'm I'm calling it right now. That's what they're going to do. Amanda's going <laughs> to save Boba. Finnick's going to run out of antifreeze, so her stomach's going to give out. And then he's gonna have to come in and save, save him. You know that wouldn't surprise me. I'm writing it down right now. So well, you know, that I'm, or I'm that it. or when Mando comes in, he ha- he has a moment saving Boba Fett, but then he gets taken down, and then Fennec saves both of them. Well, it makes sense because Boba helped Mando, and now Mando would need to return the favor. Right. Which, so. That's what I was thinking too. You and I could do a better job writing a story for. Uh, Dude, Disney. monkey throwing feces at their wall would do a better job than these people have writing writing these Star Wars movies. It's very true. at this point. It's very know, true. Random things on the wall and it's throwing their <laughs> they just throwing their feces at random ideas. Yeah, because I mean that's basically all they're doing is throwing random ideas at the wall and seeing what sticks. Right. Well, this is uh, probably what my second favorite part of the show is getting your thoughts on it. So. We talked about one, two, three, we're to four. What are your thoughts collectively? 
through the whole episode. I still think that this series is plagued with bad pacing, and I hate yeah. to be one of the many people that kind of wank off this show, this one show, but you know, the the series uh, Cobra Kai does a lot better job at pacing out each of their episodes and they're all 30 minute episodes or yeah about 30 to 25 to 30 minute episodes in a 10 10 episode season and they managed to pull off a lot better pacing and you know kind of ending yeah yeah, and just kind of getting the the, each episode at a good point to end it to makes you go god dang it i want to see more i want to see more and it's again it's just they just only very very take very baby steps even though they have a very limited run for this for the show and i'm just like i and it just again it's them also continuing to uh basically emasculate boba fett make him look like a lesser character than the the feloni created characters it's just more that you know, destruction of legacy characters. And this is kind of like, dude, what are you doing? You could, if you had just gone taken the, like it was, I, this, the abridged version of the uh, bounty hunter war books that I was listening to, you take those and convert that into a TV show. And my God, that would, would have been awesome to see. Cause you would have seen, you would have seen Boba Fett be Boba Fett. Right. Do you think that they're doing this because it's a pride thing? Like they can't, they knew what George, for the most part, on a consistent basis, what George produced was iconic, legendary. And if they had taken or, you know, taken and used what he produced and ran with it, that I don't know. I, I try to figure out like, why, why are they so afraid or so apt to not follow like what George produced is it does they are just set in and they just they are set in their ways like no we are going to separate George from us we're going to do our own thing even if that means uh, producing just utter just crap on the wall basically versus no we're going to take these books we're going to take an iconic figure as Boba like Boba Fett and we're going to and we're going to run with it and and take it to new heights because they they could have to your point you're absolutely right they could have they could have read those books and they could have done so much more but they just yeah. i feel like disney and the mouse have this just this their mindset on like no we're gonna do our own thing and we don't care how reckless well, we are with and, it you know i understand wanting to do your own thing i get that i really do but for the fact that you know the star wars eu has had such a long time building up and while some of it yes is a little convoluted here and there but i mean it had it's been established to many many people this is canon this is the continuation of the star wars story so it's it's just and i like i said i i get that but you you gotta at least honor what's also come before not yeah take a big you know steaming pile on it you got it well which is essentially what they've well, they have they've, they've done worse and, than that. I, I could I could live with the fact that I could live with that a little bit, but they're just they're just deconstructing it is what they're doing, and they're starting at, at the. Look at what they did in uh, Force Awakens. They revert reverted. I tried not to. They reverted Han Solo back to being a low life uh, smuggler. Right. Who basically, gave, ran away from his family. You have you know Luke that said fuck it all and bunked off yeah. to an island to die 
essentially. And becomes the most hopeless figure in the I galaxy. Mean, it's these, like, two, really? these two figures, like, you know, Captain Solo and Commander Skywalker, I mean, who after the fall of the Empire, you know, did all these great, you know, has just all these great battles and things. And then, like, Disney gets a hold of it and they're going to, like, well, we're going to deconstruct, you know, the family we're gonna tree. We're going to remove everything. Or, like, uh, Han's a deadbeat dad who doesn't want anything yeah. to do with his son and doesn't like Leia. You know, and Luke is just pissed off at the world because he still has dad issues that he wasn't able to resolve. So he's going to live on an island or a planet by himself and just not be, for, not, you know. This guy, like, rec- like re- restarted the Jedi Order. Like, so it's just, God, it's just, yeah. It was, that's a whole nother. Yeah, that's a whole, whole other other show, topic. But, but, yeah, so for this episode, it's just more. Was there anything? Uh, so, like, last episode, uh, you know, I think I was saying that the highlight was the Wookiee fight. Was there any highlight to this? Do you have anything that stood out that you're like, yeah, that actually was cool? Or are you like, nah, no, this is just dog. This is just utter crap. I mean, the whole thing was a bunch of pilot. You yeah. Know, just a, this is horrendous. But, I mean, if you want to look at one, you know, shining example, yeah, again, the Kersantan uh, uh, ripping the arm off a of Trandoshan. I, I won't be against that. That was cool. Could be better, especially they, yeah. a, especially after she does this whole speech trying to talk him down. And he's still like, "Yeah, fuck it, I'm gonna rip this guy's arm off." Does it and then moves on. Yeah, I agree. I think it'd be better if there's blood involved. I mean, my oh, goodness, yeah. oh, there should have been. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Like New Hope, Obi Wan, Ben Kenobi, Obi Wan. You know, cuts the yeah. Uh, he wasn't Aqualish, was it? The Aqu- like I he cuts. Know. I think he cuts. I don't Aqualish. know about aliens. Yeah, it's Aqualish to do with the, you know, anyways, but cuts his arm off, you see blood, but there's, like, no blood. So I think it would have been better if there's blood, but we know Disney can't do that because children watch the show. It's Disney. They yeah. don't, it, it seems to be they are incapable of actually having anything adult violated. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm with you. I, you know, for me, uh, no real highlights. If I had to say that if I had to like bring up any good thing it would be yeah the Chris I think we're in agreement that Chris Hansen that was like the highlight of the 45 minutes um that I you know yeah basically three good minutes out of a 45 minute uh <laughs> episode so but yeah we'll because see, all uh, the rest of it just has you shaking your head going why it just it's just yeah it does it it brings no it does nothing for the story like no, other than it's just, you know, showing him getting getting the Slave 1 back. But, I mean, is that going to come into play anytime soon? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, other than him getting his little bit of revenge on the biker gang, I mean, is, uh, is that yeah. going to be any current? You know, Are you going to use Slave 1 to, I don't know, eviscerate the Pikes? Like, I don't... I don't know. I don't know. Because, I mean, he said he's going to be working on it himself, so... You know, I, I did think it was kind of funny though. Like in the entirety of Star Wars canon, they like money is not a thing. Like people don't use the term money; it's always credits. But he yeah. used the term. If I had to, like, this is just me nitpicking. It kind of pissed me off. He's like, he's like, money's not like money doesn't mean. Or he's like, I whatever. I forget what he said, but he used the word money. I'm like, yeah, that's credits. But what's interesting, I thought you know she was talking about the treasury, so I thought that she meant like Jabba's like treasure but then he was talking about like his credits. his own his yeah. own personal stash yeah but uh i'd give it a solid zero out of ten highly don't recommend <laughs> i'm guessing that's going to be our whole review for, for probably this whole series, but, but it's just I like mean, it don't just 
you know, there are probably other better things out there that you could be watching. Yeah. Or just going to like it, like I'll say, I'll say but, to people, go go to the audio books because the audio oh, books sure. are basically like getting a movie or episode or something like that because it's a lot of times they'll include music, they'll include the sound effects and everything. Right. And it's great. I do so. want to say this. I think one benefit um, that is coming out of, of this show is that I think I'm seeing like everything, you know, at the beginning of the shows, you know, you, you post these videos and these articles. I feel like I'm seeing a lot more eu loyalists like coming out against this show so it's like they're trying to almost like and i could be wrong but my my whole thing is i feel like they're trying to create their own thing and and silence us but like we're coming out against them like no like this is yeah. stupid. i think you there's a like, lot there's a lot like, more people that have been trying to like speak out up. against this yeah like they're waking up i'm like no like you guys like no, this is not a thing like you want to go to war with us like fine like we'll eviscerate you Right. <laughs> I don't know if that's but I just I find it it's kind of refreshing to see these guys, you know, even like the you know, you're mentioning like the the guys that portrayed or the puppeteers or whatever, like coming out they're like the original OGs coming out. I'm like, this is stupid. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, you know, so we'll see where it goes. I, I not that like I think Disney's gonna like get wind of it and they're gonna change it, but it you know, they could be like, Oh, well, maybe we have screwed this up and look at all these right. guys coming out of the woodworks. Gonna affect our pocketbook. Oh, you can only hope, right? So hopefully, somewhere down the line, it'll start affecting that pocketbook. Yeah. So, overall, zero out of ten. What's your score? Negative I'll say one the out same. of ten. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just for everything that they did, yeah, I'd say it's a zero out of ten. It's just, there. I'd rather go to the gym and work out for forty-five minutes and watch this. At least that's more productive. I mean. Yeah, and you know me, I don't like running, so <laughs> but I'd run away from this this episode real fast. Times. Yep. Well, good All stuff. Right. Yep. Okay, so I think we'll be calling it yeah. there. Good again. Bunch of fun. Everyone always uh, a, we'll, always we'll, a always a pleasure, fractured filter. Oh yeah, always fun. Can't wait uh, for another <laughs> ridiculous episode Wednesday and to do it again Saturday. Absolutely. So we'll see everyone next Saturday. Signing off. Do your customary sign off. I don't have one, so uh, I'll just so say gotta, goodbye. Yeah. We we'll we'll think of something. One. All right. Okay. All right. Ending.